0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Empowered Leaders Membership Group. Welcome. So this week we are talking about choices. Uh, This is uh, directly put into the vision and design group just because um, this is doesn't really relate. I mean, I guess it could relate to relationship building, you know, production, um, empowering and engaging others, but it's really kind of a, a bigger picture idea. So John Maxwell says this all the time. One of the greatest gifts you'll ever receive is the gift to make choices. I love that. So again, this is a bigger picture kind of thing. um, But you know, sometimes leadership can feel like a trap. I cannot tell you how many times I've worked with a leader and they've said something to the effect of Michelle. I, I didn't have a choice. Well, you got to understand that, that you are the problem and you are the solution. That's a, a double edged sword. Uh, that, that's a concept I learned many years ago to completely change my life. You are the problem. You are the solution. Okay. That means you can change and be a better leader. So I'm not saying all of the problems are because of you. I'm saying many times what happens as we're leading other people is we don't realize that it's our perception of the problem or the perception of a a person, and maybe we're causing a problem. So for example, if you don't understand somebody's disc personality style and you're communicating with them in a way that just doesn't work for them, guess what? You're the problem. And you might not understand that. But if you understand that I am the solution... Now you begin thinking about, okay, there is a solution to this and and I just need to find that solution. And eventually what's going to happen is you are going to find and figure out, oh, I can talk to this person like this and I get the result. Okay. So the point is you always have a choice there's always a solution and you can find that solution. That's one of the best reasons for us having the the Zooms that we do every week so that you can come and say, you know, okay, I get it. There's a solution for this and I'm not seeing it. Somebody please help me. Right. And so, you know, the group can kind of come in and give you thoughts and suggestions so we can fast track you onto, you know, your, your solution that you can try and, and see if that works. So life, if you think about it, kind of begins with no choice, right? So, uh, here you are in your mother's womb, you, you don't choose your family, your race, your personality, right? There, there's some things that are kind of chosen for you, right? So you enter into this world and, and you, you've kind of been given, you know, here you go, this is who you are. And some of those early conditions aren't a choice either, right? So, you know, the the family that you're in, the culture that you're in, the language, all of those those kinds of things, uh whether you are, you know, rich, middle class or poor, um however, the more that you kind of live your life, uh, the more that you're shaped by yourself. Okay? So I like to look at life as the reason why I'm telling you this is because I've had recent conversations with people who have said, well, you know, Michelle, if I lived in a more, more affluent community, or if I had that background, I was like, no, 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 it's not about money. It's all about mindset. And you can change that. So life is kind of like a buffet. Some people are ahead of you. Some people are behind you. Some people, you know, they, they get the fresh stuff right off the, off the grill. Um, but when you kind of rush to catch up with whoever was there before you, you have to pay for it one way or the other. Right? So if you're going about and, and you're, you know, trying to, you know, Oh, I see this great leader. I want to be like this great leader. And, and you're rushing to catch up to them. You're going to fall on your face. But what you really need to do is you need to keep growing one step at a time and kind of stop comparing yourself. Okay. I, I love this quote by James Sherman. He says, though you cannot go back and make a brand new start, my friend, anyone can start from now and make a brand new end. You always have the choice to pivot. Okay. Okay. So, um, there, there was a a leader that I was working with, um, a very mature leader. He'd been around for a while, um, but he kind of screwed up. Um, there were some things that happened at the beginning of COVID where he admitted that, um, he did not make good decisions. He was in a time of uh, kind of angst and woe for himself because of everything that was going on. He actually had, um, several people that he knew within 24 hours that, that passed away. Um, and because of his grief and everything, he made some poor decisions and he lost trust with his people. So, you know, he, he came to me and and we're both on the John Maxwell team. He doesn't even live in the United States, but he came and he's like, Michelle, I really just need to talk this through. Um, and he said, uh, I, I want to quit. Uh, I Clearly, I'm not a good leader. I want to quit. I want to get out of this. And I said, you know, you have a choice right now. You can quit, you can give up, and I can almost guarantee you, because of what I knew about him, that you're going to feel horrible. You're just going to feel horrible for a long time. Or you can ask yourself, you know, what is the right thing to do in this situation? And said, just because you you fell on the leadership ladder does not make you a bad leader. That's actually a great opportunity for you to reach out and, you know, work on your leadership and build that up again. So thankfully I can report, you know, a couple years later that, that he is, is doing really well. He's, um, still the, the mature trusted leader that he was. And, and he's so thankful that he did the right thing. Okay you know, I can't not tell you how many coaching clients I have that, uh, you know, when they first come to me and some of you who are listening to this recording, this is how you started off, but they come to me and they're like, okay, this is what I want. I'm like, awesome. Let's work towards that goal. Right. And then, you know, for the next couple sessions or longer for some of you, you tell me all the reasons why you can't have the change that you want. (laughs) And so sometimes I allow you to kind of sit in that and other times I challenge you on that. Um, but the, the point being is that you don't see that you have a choice to get to what you say you want, but pretty soon, you know, um, when you're telling me the, the reality, right? The, the things that are happening right now, um, you know, pretty soon you say, you know what? Hmm. I want something different. And I'll ask, you know, what do you want instead? And so the choice is not, you know, changing this circumstance to, to get this other circumstance. The choice is actually an internal choice of going from I'm going to be the victim here to the victor. I'm going to be the person who has no choice to say, no. you know what? I have everything in me to make this choice. I'm going to make something happen here. Right. We think that choice making is, you know, kind of just a thing, right? We we don't realize that we need to grow in this area. That choice is a function of awareness. So, what does that mean? That means you can't make a choice if you're not aware about your choices, right? Especially as a leader. This is why it's so important to have leadership training because um You could be operating in your current level of awareness as a leader and only have, you know, let's say a problem comes to you and you only have four or five different choices that you can think of, okay? Because that's your awareness level, you're only going to choose one of those options. Now, let's say you come to the Empowered Leaders group and you hear a lesson from Michelle every week and you're like, oh, wait a minute, not four or five choices. I might have eight or nine or 10 choices now. Yay, right? And then you come to a Zoom with the whole group and you say, Hey guys, this is what I'm struggling with. What do you think? And all of a sudden, you have 20 different choices, right? Choice is a function of awareness. This is why we need people, especially as a leader, because we don't want to get stuck just in our limited thinking. We want all of the choices that we can think about, okay? That's why we need to constantly learn and grow. Read your books, listen to your podcasts, talk to your leader friends. Okay. Now, you know, choices, some of them you can make pretty easily, right? If you go to the ice cream store with your family, you can kind of, you know, choose your ice cream. Although, you know, some of those places have way more choices than I think is humanly possible. But, you know, you can pretty much choose your kind of ice cream that you want relatively easily. And others, of course, are are more difficult. You know, we've got some people in the group right now, like, which job should I take? You know, uh, in, in the current climate of, of where we're at, that, that we've got a lot of people who are out there searching for jobs and there's a plethora of options. Right. So rather than kind of, uh, you know, struggling to see which choice am I going to make, I, take a step back and think about what is your relationship to choice making? So you could come at it and say, okay, I've got these, these three jobs and I'm going to do a pro con list for all of them. Okay. That's great. And that's going to, you know, definitely use your mental faculties to do that. However, if that's the only way that you, you make your choice, that's the only way you make your choice, right? What about if you had a spiritual or emotional, um, kind of connection and, You didn't make a a pro con list, but you were just like, man, job number two, there's something about it. It might not look as good as the other two on paper, but there's something about it. I keep, I'm, I'm still drawn to that. Right? So what's your relationship to choice making? How do you make choices? When do you make choices? Do you feel like you have to make choices by yourself? Is there somebody else that you can make this choice with? Okay. And and then, you know, there's kind of a growth question I want to ask you guys. This is one that, that you really need to kind of sit with a little bit. But what choice can I make today that I couldn't make yesterday? You know, because we're talking about choice making is a growth process. There are certain choices that you get stuck in, right? A dear friend of mine, God love her, she's been having problems in her, in her marriage for a long time and she's finally deciding uh, to do something about it. Right. And she called me up and she said, Michelle, um, I've decided I I want to, um, I want to call a lawyer just to, to, you know, check out my options. I'm not making a decision, but I just want to call the lawyer and check out my options. I said, Hey, I think that's a wise choice. Go ahead. Um, and you know, she, so her choice was to call the lawyer. Now she's not making a choice to end her marriage or, or adjust it in any way. She's just making the call. Right. But you see, even a week ago, two weeks ago, three months ago, there's no way she would have made that choice to make that call. So you see what I'm saying is that when we notice the choices we're making now, we can also ask, how come I'm making that choice now when I didn't do that before? And it's a good signal of your growth. Coach John Wooden, who uh, was a mentor of John Maxwell's um, and also a, an award-winning, as he should, very successful basketball coach, um, he said, in the end, the choice you make makes you. In the end, the choice you make makes you. I thought that is so good because your choices will really create the culture or the, the, the results Right. And especially as a leader, this is why we want to have access to as many ideas as possible when we have a challenge, problem or issue. So we can make the best choice for all involved in the fastest way possible so we can move towards success. Because whatever choice you're going to make is going to make you and your people. So your current results are also a reflection of your past choices, whatever that might be. So, wherever you find yourself in life, whether it be personal or professional, is a result of your past choices. So, if you don't like them, change, right? Get up, move, do something about it. You're not a tree stuck to the ground, okay? Your current health is a reflection of the choice that you've made the food you've eaten, the exercise that you've taken or not, sleep, right? Your current wealth is a reflection of choices that you've made, right? I look at that as, you know, who gives you your paycheck? I believe that there's a, um, a higher power out there, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I don't believe it's your boss that gives you your paycheck. I believe it's that higher power through your boss. And so if you, you know, make good choices and you continue to be a person of character, you're most likely going to find yourself ahead of the people pile and people will notice you and therefore more money will flow your way. Your current relationships are a reflection of your choices, right? I know a mother right now who's struggling with her son and I look at her and I'm like, you've been enabling him for the past 13 years. (laughs) It's time to make some changes, right? Um, People pleasing. You guys know, I I joke all the time. Maybe we should start a people pleasing anonymous group, right? Um, Also, you know, are you in a relationship where you know, you have decided. I wanna, I wanna have two conscious partners. So what does that mean? You know, we're not operating out of our autopilot, but we're, we're very conscious with each other. And and if you want more information on that, Bruce Lipton's "The Honeymoon Effect" is is a beautiful one. But you're not operating out of your traumas and dramas and hurts, but you're you're staying in the moment with with that person. Now that could be somebody that's a significant other, a you know, a family member, a a child, or um you know, your, your coworkers, your current leadership ability is a reflection of your choices up until now. Okay. That's the beauty of it up until now. So if you've had some struggles, I really want you to start using that term up until now. Okay. Because your, your current struggles do not have to be your future reality. You can make a choice and you can make a change. So who you will be and the results that you get in five years from now are largely dependent on the books you read and the people you hang out with. Research shows this. Okay. So what are you reading and who are you hanging out with? Those are two very important questions and also very reflective of your choices, right? What are you reading? Think about the problems, issues, and challenges you have. Are you reading something or, you know, maybe audiobooks books or, or listening to podcasts? W- what information are you connecting with that's helping you in that area? And who are you with? Who are you hanging out with? Are you hanging out with people that are going to help you in that area or at least support you? You know, because sometimes we have people in our life who they have no idea what we're doing, right? They they don't know how to help us, but yet they love us and they encourage us, right? Definitely stick with them. But sometimes we have some people in our life who, you know, like Uncle Joe, who, who just says, hey, you know, uh, do this, Right. He's never he's never been a leader in his life, or he's never built a business, or he's never served somebody, but yet he says, Yeah, yeah, yeah go do this. And you're like, mm, Yeah, maybe not. Right. That's a that's another reason for being in the group in our Zoom so that you can uh be supported with people and and hang out with other leaders. So leaders in um uh, positional authority always ask themselves what they can do to change their people right? So for example, uh, I might've shared this with a group, but in the summer, my, uh, middle daughter, well, she's my oldest daughter, my my middle child, she was about 14 and she went to business camp. And at the end of the week, her group had to present a business plan and Hannah being a very driven kind of controlling person. Uh, you know, it was, there was a, a prize. One of the, one of the groups was going to get a prize. So she's very competitive And, uh, so she came to me and she said, mom, you, you work with, uh, groups like this, don't you? And I said, yeah, that's what I do for a living. And she, she was asking me questions about, you know, how can I get these? So I guess it was her and five boys. How can I get these five guys to, you know, kind of step up their game a little bit and do what needed to be done for this presentation. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Right. And, First of all, that she even asked me for help. I was like, oh, mark this day down in history. Right. Uh, So I was I was saying, yeah, I can definitely help you. And um, she uh, basically she just wanted me to tell her how to get her minions to do the work so she's still stuck in that kind of positional authority and i you know lovingly released her and told her well that's not what i do i i you know that's that's just not what i do <laughs> um that's a positional authority right but leaders and coaches and mentors always ask how they can better help uh themselves so they can help their people grow right So, for example, I mean, arguably, I don't have um, a a leadership position, if you will. So, for example, with with the Empowered Leaders Group, I'm not your boss. I don't I don't control whether, you know, you're you're going to be here on the Zooms or listening to anything. It's completely up to you. Right. I have no authority over you. However, one of the things that I've done over time is um, I have gone to John Maxwell team events. Uh, you typically, w- when you want to become a certified member, you go to the event once and it's really important you go to the event because everybody receives the same training there on your first time. So, um, it's, it's very values based. So we want to make sure that everybody understands what does it mean to be a JMT coach and trainer and, and, and leader. And I have returned to that event 11 times. Now there was no requirement for me to do that. uh, although I feel like it's a family reunion when I go, but the point I'm trying to make here is that I don't have a a requirement to go to that, that event. I don't have a requirement to continue to, to read books and learn and grow. I could probably just do what I'm doing without doing that. Right? But I know as a coach and a mentor, the more that I grow myself and make that as a decision every single day, the better I can serve people like you. So positional leaders are really concerned about using force to get people to move and uh, coaches and mentors are concerned with making a, a choice to be a better leader and to help their people make those choices as well. So another kind of growth question that you could ask yourself is what choices are you making for yourself that benefit others directly? Okay. What choices are you making for yourself that benefit others directly? Okay. So the homework for this week, I'm actually not going to tell you about it. I'm going to, um, uh, it's in a document Um, There are questions for reflection. Some of them are the ones that I gave you here. Um, This one definitely is a lot of reflection, okay? So there might not be necessarily uh, an action step for you to do, but I really feel like you need to spend, um, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes really reflecting on these questions, okay? So you'll be able to find that in Kajabi and then also in the Telegram group if you're there um, and, and find those questions, spend a little time with it. And then, of course, show up on our Zoom next week so that we can chat about it. Okay, awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye bye.